0: All right, I got the show notes up. I don't really have a cold <laughs> open this week. No, nah, I didn't think of one. I'm <laughs> gonna do the deck again. <laughs>
1: oh, sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the deck. Wait, the Steam Deck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I've got a deck
0: nearby either. There. Oh no. <laughs> yes, yeah, I was looking about. I was looking for. Um, let's see if I can come up <laughs> with something real quick. What was your favorite Halloween costume that you Ooh. had as a kid? I. As a kid? Or as an adult. <laughs> or all together. All together. Maybe you had a better okay. one as an adult. Okay.
1: Probably. Probably I went as um, uh, Assassin's Creed. Oh, I can't think of his name. Uh, the, the main character of Assassin's Creed. Um, the first game. Uh, I'm, i went I'm as, looking it as, up because I don't know. Altier or something like that. <laughs> it's something weird. I feel like.
0: I'll look it up, and then I can also show the costume i that's the only yeah, assassin's actually, creed I played was the first one.
1: i have i have my i i bought the gauntlet with the um with the hidden sword or hidden um knife in it here hold on, I got it right here,
0: oh man close by oh yeah, the little like gauntlet knife dagger and thing look, it actually it actually retracts and when you hit the button. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that is serious business right there. So, did you uh, did you make the whole like a uh, outfit with the the? Oh robes yeah, I had and... the
1: whole outfit and the robes and everything. Yep. Wow. I still have it somewhere. I still don't know where it is. I just keep that up on my lamp. <laughs> it's all, it's all <laughs> just hanging there. I have everything on the walls. Okay, <laughs> vacuums <I didn't>... and <laughs> knives.
0: <laughs> I didn't think about this close enough whenever I asked the question because I don't actually know if I have an answer for this. I, uh, I did the like, so I grew up in like a, like a extremely religious household. I had this weird duality where like my dad and my, my mom, my dad lived in Augusta. My mom lived here, and so I would spend. If the Halloween landed on my dad's weekend, then I got to do like legit Halloween, like we went out and trick or treated and all that stuff. But if it landed on my mom's weekend, then I had to do like some corny like church version of Halloween. And I remember, it, it, yeah, that's what <laughs> that's they what do they now. It. Yeah, they do that now. <laughs> Back then, it was just like a fall festival or something. Okay, I got, you, and I got you. I remember there was a few cases where I actually dressed up as Bible characters, which is like the goofy. <laughs> thing that you could do. (laughs) Um, got Moses walking around (laughs) with the tablets. I was was Gideon one year. I remember I was Gideon. Um, And uh, yeah, ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. But um, while I don't remember what I dressed up as, I do remember there was this one year that was just like the perfect, like I was the right age. It landed on my dad's weekend. And he lived in this neighborhood that like every single house had a kid. And we all like took pillowcases and went around the neighborhood and knocked on <laughs> every single door in this neighborhood. And he it was a huge neighborhood too. And um, we I want to say that our costumes were just like we just like went to the Dollar Tree and just like <laughs> like just bought, <laughs> and we had like multiple masks so we could walk around the neighborhood multiple times. Oh but, yeah, yep. <laughs> but the thing was, it's like anybody we in our mind we were like, oh, we've got to get different masks that way they won't know we're the same kids. Right, yeah, but like. In reality, like nobody knew, and if they did know, they wouldn't have cared. They would have just gave no. us candy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> by we, the time you got back to the first house, they yeah. didn't
0: remember you. So, <laughs> <laughs> Right. We just thought we were doing something cool, though. We were getting away with something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I always used to do that. We used to go to the rich community by where I lived, and we yeah. would, oh, my gosh, you get the big candy bars.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way. So, like, Halloween here is like... I don't know if it's this way everywhere or if it's just like in Anderson it's changed. But like Halloween is like not like it was when I was a kid. Like everybody does the trunk or treats. So that's a big thing here. And everybody has like these sort of magnet neighborhoods. Like they're like our neighborhood is like dead. Like literally no kids went around this year. And last year we went around with my son and we were the only people that went around the neighborhood. And most people we knock on their door and they're just like, Oh crap, uh here's here's some toilet paper. Uh, I got some I got some toothpaste, you know like extra, extra COVID toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> here's a co- oh, man. here's a COVID test. Um <laughs> no, they won't give that away. That's like gold. A, a gold. That's a gold. Um so yeah, like uh it's just not the same but there but there yeah, are still it really hasn't been like i don't even have kids
1: yet and i notice as we're going around yeah. that time of year i don't see any there's nobody out
0: i remember whenever i was a kid even like driving around like oh yeah anderson my mom worked at the mall and mm-hmm. i just remember it was like a carnival i mean it was just like yep. everybody yep. was dressed up
1: like hundreds of kids all over the place. Just, yeah, yeah. It's I have no idea what happened. I mean, I understand COVID now, but even before COVID, like twenty fifteen, yeah. sixteen, seventeen, like what? I have no idea what happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's definitely not COVID related. Like it, no, it was even before that. Because there's another. There's a house. Uh, so we just recently moved to this neighborhood, and there's a house like like two or three houses down from us and they went all out i mean they had stuff like they had like a maze in their yard I knew a guy
1: like that yep
0: they stood out in front with candy and when we came by this year which we this year we ended up not being able to trick-or-treat in our neighborhood because it took our son somewhere else and then he mm-hmm. fell asleep on the way back and we went to that house was the only house we went to because they just put in so much effort Right. But they told us they were like, this year and last year, you guys are the only you're the only kid that showed up. Like I feel so wow. bad they put so much effort into it. Yeah. I don't I don't know how you sparked that back up. Like I feel like I should start like a neighborhood like club or something. I yeah, know. I don't know. You gotta get people behind it. That's the whole thing. Yeah, I know. This is see, this is I like I hate Facebook, which by the way we made a Facebook <laughs> for Crow Barker <Crowbar>, Planet. <laughs> Um, I hate Facebook, but this is like when I think the the like neighborhood Facebook community like might actually do some good. Oh, but yeah, it's only the like yeah. yuppie neighborhoods that have those. Though, like no one has. Right, there's, right. Not one my, <laughs> there's not one in my. There's not one in my neighborhood. You know, <laughs> it's just a bu- it's just a bunch of passive aggressive crap.
1: Like, oh yeah, that gnome in your yard. Yeah, I really don't like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, like really passive anyway. aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> we will get the gaming, I promise. <laughs>
0: Welcome Crowbar Kernel Panic, the podcast at the intersection of Linux and gaming and Halloween. And this episode, we are live streaming to YouTube and to Facebook. We made a Facebook yeah. for Crowbar Kernel Panic. Uh, we swore we would never do it. We uh, They said this <laughs> will never did. happen. A Linux gaming podcast should never be on, oh, excuse me, should never be on Meta. Um, oh right, Meta. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. I think Facebook is still Facebook, but Facebook is a part of Meta yeah. now. It's like it's it's they're yeah. trying to be Google and Alphabet, basically. Um, <laughs> but we did it. Meanwhile, they're losing billions of dollars. But that will just swipe <laughs> swipe that under a rug. It, it came to be because I wanted to make an Instagram, and I felt like I I I thought you had to have a Facebook in order to have an Instagram, but I actually don't think that's true. Um, so I don't know. Might as well keep it. Um, I'll post videos <laughs> to it. And uh, you should definitely, uh, if you're into Facebook, I'm not going to tell anybody they should definitely. Um, but if you're <laughs> yeah. already on Facebook, you might as well. That's what we'll say. Not a yeah. definitely, but there a might go. as well. Yep. <laughs> there we go. You might as well look up Crowbar Curdle Panic on Facebook and then like that thing. Um, <laughs> but I will be posting some stuff on the Instagram. So the Instagram is Pod um crowbar colonel panic i think you can look it up either way because i our, love that that's awesome yeah ckb pod um and uh i'm gonna be posting some cool yeah that's the thing is i don't know what i'm gonna get i feel like i could do instagram because you basically just post pictures yeah but with our subject matter like i don't know what i'm gonna post like a bunch of command lines or a bunch of <laughs> you know like i post that's about it that's another thing is i, I this i thought we should make a Twitch. And I could live stream playing games on Linux, but like, who cares? Like after the game loads, like who cares that it's on Linux? It might as well be Windows, right? Right. Yeah. Like whether I'm playing Valheim on Windows or on Linux. Just stream your process <laughs> to get the game working. <laughs> that that was another idea. I, I Yeah, we've talked about that before, but like, I just, I don't know. I feel like it would be boring, but... Maybe not. Maybe not. So, Twitch all is right, next. All right, let's look
1: at all the YouTube videos out there. There's a lot of boring crap out there. Yeah, More true. boring than we would be, I think.
0: That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, Twitch is next. Twitch is next, guys. Um, <laughs> you can always join us over on Discord. We have a Discord uh, link in the show notes. That goes to the Mintcasts um, Discord. And we hang out in the Linux gaming section. Um, you can also send us an email crowbar kernel panic at pm.me um yeah i haven't got one in a long time so <laughs> yeah dude proton mail is like i feel like i never get junk mail but i feel like i never get any email <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> send us some junk mail someone send us an email saying <laughs> you're a, a nigerian need, prince <laughs> yeah come on i need something
1: yeah i don't even get that in my junk mail
0: <laughs> yeah i know um so uh we've got a lot of news items this week. Um but I think there's some good ones in here that I'm hoping we can kind of uh prop up some discussion on. And then I have like a very like minimal behind the scenes like what I've been doing this week. Um so uh yeah, you want to get in the news first? Yeah. Um so the first thing I got in the list here is this is a pretty interesting um, item. I love whenever they do this, but mm-hmm. steam is doing one of these uh, like virtual festivals that they do. Um, So they're doing yep. the next fest. This is going on from the, they don't have the dates on their, their page here, but I looked it up. It's going on from the 21st to the 28th. So essentially a week, um a week from yesterday. And what this is, is it's uh a celebration of upcoming games um but they have all of these different games uh for all the different platforms and they have demos so you can just install a demo and play it and i did this last year and it actually it actually gave us some like really cool topics for the show i think they didn't do it at this time last year so it wasn't exactly a year ago but right i, f- I feel like one of our first episodes they they did this and and i actually like our first episode content i think was was demos that i was playing through this festival last year
1: i'm pretty sure it was it was yeah.
0: either the first or the second one um yeah maybe it was the second one but the uh the the games are all like they're mostly windows but we can sort i wonder if we can sort by yeah, you can sort it yeah i did i did figure out
1: how to do that i i don't remember <laughs> but i i did look at this i actually was going
0: to add this to the show show notes but i saw you had it so i'm like that's great I like it actually for the Windows games though because what I think is cool about this is that you can you can take a game that you're not sure if it was going to work on on Linux using Proton. Oh
1: yeah, that is a good example. Yeah, and you just run yeah. the demo and see if the demo works. Right.
0: I did uh yeah, that's right. Last year I did um I'm going to pull up Steam while we're talking about this. Last year I did um uh Graven. In right, the, in right. The demo. Yeah. And the demo worked great. And so that's why I felt comfortable buying it whenever it came out. And uh, it ran. Oddly enough, it was a little different in the demo because so much time had passed from the demo to the actual release that they had changed some things. Um, but it still, it still worked relatively well. Um, here's one. Core Keeper. That's one that's going to be Linux native. It looks like it's like a top-down, like a top-down yeah, RPG a- kind of thing
1: there's a lot of RPG and, uh, not RPG, but, um, top down stuff in this. Like I, I didn't see a lot of like first person, um, stuff like that. It's mostly, it's mostly third person.
0: So they have 110 that are available. I finally figured out how to filter on it. Um, they have 110 that are available on Linux. I was looking at this iron oath, um, earlier today. It's like a turn based tactical RPG. It's going to be Linux native install. um, Oaken looks like a similar kind of thing. Um so yeah, if you want to try out some uh if you want to try out some games uh that were intended for Windows, but you want to try it out on Proton, or if you just want to try out some Linux native games, that's a cool that's a cool way to do it. So you got one week, people. You got one week. Ooh, a Linux native fishing simulator. <laughs> yes. Hey. What I've been waiting for. I would say that any bad day playing a Linux native fishing simulator is better than any good day at the office. That's what I always say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So I'm still waiting on my steam deck purchase. Um, I still have not got the email. We'll check right now. I I still have not gotten the email to my knowledge and we're getting like really close. I think it might've even been around the 22nd. They were saying they were going to start those uh, shipping announcements. I'm guessing that it's still within some sort of uh, like I'm in the first wave, but I'm guessing that even within that wave, there must be some sort of like, you know, tier list to it. Or if they yeah, have to be. anybody, I don't know.
1: I don't know. I haven't heard of anything. Everyone I've heard of, and I follow a lot of people that have signed up for the Steam Deck, have not said they got the email yet. Hmm. Yeah. And there's actually, there's a lot of uh, ticked off uh linux uh, youtubers that uh, didn't get the steam deck for review <laughs> oh <Uh-oh>, really <laughs> they were like they're like salty about that <laughs> well because like all the all the top ranking youtube guys are like you know linus tech tips and, yeah, uh, yeah yeah gamers yeah. nexus and all that so uh, they all got it but <laughs> all these little <laughs> linux guys that didn't get
0: anything that's 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 how the world works Yep, (laughs) we're at the bottom of the totem pole we're in the same totem pole but we're at the bottom of the totem pole we're not even on (laughs) Uh, let me rephrase that Crowbar Colonel Panic's not even on that totem pole, but the, <laughs> the the more influential Linux shows out there, they're on the same totem pole, but they, they're they at the very bottom, all right, guys? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> we're, like, groveling at the feet of the totem pole of the Linux <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs>
0: we're, we're just begging to be on that thing. <laughs> so uh, in Steam Deck-related news, though, Valve is testing... Um, native Linux games to decide if the native version runs better than Proton. So this is going to be part of their, um, their steam deck compatibility site that they're building, um, where they're going to, whenever you have the steam deck, you can find out if a game is going to run for you right. on the steam deck. And I, I, I linked several articles in the show notes. We're not going to look at each one of these, but, um, The gist of all of these articles is that they are—they're literally like playing these games, like manpower. Like they're not using some sort of AI or algorithm or something. They're actually a human is playing these games, in both Linux native and then they're playing it on Proton and looking for differences and deciding Hmm, which one is more compatible yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) no seriously i'm glad they're doing this because i i kind of was thinking i was a little crazy that i was getting such like different performance with with proton versus linux native and now that they've announced this i'm like so i wasn't so crazy (laughs) yeah yeah no i know it's uh you know this is even with an amd system not not nvidia so i thought maybe nvidia was the problem but i guess not
0: Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. I wonder what games I don't know if any of these articles actually specify any specific ones. I
1: didn't see anything.
0: Um I know that we've pointed but, out yeah. before that Torchlight 2, the Proton version runs better than the Linux version. Right. And there's a few other games like that too. Like uh uh-huh. and and I think I think the reason why is because sometimes these games are like co- I I feel like sometimes these games are like coincidentally compatible with Linux, but that wasn't mm. like their target. Like right, if they built right, it in right. Unity or Unreal, then it's like mm-hmm. I think there's I think using certain libraries, it's just easy enough to make it compatible. Right. And like
1: for, for like Valheim, for instance, that's yeah. that's in Unity, and um, that um, it, it it plays on both Linux and Windows, but Windows definitely gets better frame rates, no matter what. Wow. And, and that's both using Vulkan.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So even now, are you saying windows versus Linux, are you saying proton versus native or are you saying like actually on windows?
1: No, I'm just saying like the native, the native yeah. um, Linux versus the, n- the native windows, both running Vulkan. You, you get, you. you still get like 20 to 30 more frames per second on Linux or uh, on um, windows than you do Linux. Hmm.
0: The, uh, Yeah, I'll have to test that sometime, but I know there's lots of games like that. So that's just
1: one instance, yeah.
0: So the question that this rose to my mind, and maybe I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate here, I thought it was at least a good conversation, is could poor Linux native ports be slowing down the Linux compatibility process? So Steam Mm. is having to do this because they can't trust that the Linux native version of the game is going to be good enough um, for their Steam Deck. Right. And in turn, I mean, the Steam Deck is basically what we're doing on our desktop, you know, playing games through Proton. So in in situations where you've got a game that runs poorly native, but yet runs fairly well under Proton, um, like how, I mean, I just got to... How gotta, much time are they spending to get this working? Right. I got to imagine that, like... They could be putting these people to to better use somewhere else. Like right, I, like this right. takes some amount of resources to have to do this. And Unless they
1: hired new people for this specific thing, and they still have the other people doing the other stuff. As long I, as they're not like like delegating this to people that are already in the system, you know. And I believe that they would did be the
0: problem. And I believe they did. I believe they did. Mm-hmm. But that's still resources. Like that's yeah yeah. Yeah, but 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 you are right. I believe they did because we covered an article a few episodes ago where they were hiring for uh, that's right, process, that's yeah. right.
1: So they probably did hire a lot of people for that.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I, I, that's good. I'm glad these people have jobs doing something yeah. freaking awesome. You get to you get to the play know, these right? games and and then like write notes on <laughs> how they works. Like, gosh. Um, but uh, but I don't know mm, what sounds
1: familiar again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, really. Uh, come on crowbar crowbar Panic. have done this for free. Um, <laughs> we've done it for a sponsorship or something so the <laughs> the question the question is though is like all right, so a are they wasting time by doing this, and is it like is it just a shame that linux natives are not just they're just not good enough that valve can't trust that the native version is going to be better than the proton version, and if that's true. If it were, I don't know that it's true in enough cases, but if it were true in enough cases, would it ever get to the point where we just say, screw having a Linux Linux native version of anything? Just don't even try. Game Mm -hmm. developers, develop your game for Windows and for Windows alone. And we'll we'll continue to develop Proton and have Proton handle, you know, making it available on Linux. To be honest, I think that's
1: been their strategy the whole time. Really? Because, mm-hmm. like, the, yes, they're doing this now, but that's because there already are Linux games, and yeah. they figure, okay, if we test these, that's a lot less work we're going to have to do if we don't have to do it at all. Like, if the Linux native version works, that's a lot less work they're going to have to do with Proton. Yeah. But I think that they've just been banking on that the whole time, that they're just going to have to use Proton with Windows um, Windows games from the beginning.
0: I think that's been Valve's plan the whole time, but I'm I'm saying like if you were a Linux native game developer,
1: oh, if you were a developer, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I played around with Unity by the way. I we we talked a few episodes ago. I was I was all hot shot, like I could I could totally do this. Like I could, <laughs> come on, I could do this. Um, I did play around with it, and one, it's a lot more complicated than I thought. <laughs> i could totally do it i could totally do this given it's just gonna take a lot more time than i thought originally um but uh but yeah like so let's say let's say i venture into that world which which i'm not i don't have enough time to dedicate to that to that as a hobby but if i were to say i'm going to become a game developer i'm going to start making a game and you know what i want to do it for the linux community i want the linux community playing my games but looking at that concept is it even worth is it even worth me saying I'm going to make it Linux native or do I just say I'm going to target Proton? Like, am am I going to make it as compatible with Proton as possible, you know? And would that even have the same, would that even have the same like gumption saying that advertising that, or would I just be like a a charlatan? Cause it's like, you know, well, you're not really making it native to Linux. You're just making it like native to Proton, you know? Hmm. I don't know. Well, I mean, I've I, the way people talk
1: about Proton, and I've heard people talk about Proton. They talk about it as if it were native to Linux. Like I haven't mm-hmm. heard someone talk about Proton being like, "Oh well, this is this isn't really a Linux game. It's just a blah blah blah." You know, whatever. I've never yeah. heard anyone down it like that. They they talk about Proton just as if it were straight native Linux. So I don't think it would be a problem.
0: Yeah. Well, I I. I think that I think that that perception comes from proton is tackling the problem from a different angle. So right there, there was a time where we wanted native Linux game developers because it, we knew that if they made their game targeting the Linux community, then it would be a hundred percent compatible. Right. Versus if it was targeting windows and we were using, uh, uh crossover was it crossover was the wine developed uh
1: yeah crossover is crossover the, is yeah the um and yeah, you're, the-
0: you're using some kind of tool like that and <clears throat> it was like you're getting like ninety percent there, you know, or maybe right. in best case scenario. You're really getting like seventy percent there in most cases. And right. And so that's why we like really push for that. But Proton is getting so close that I just I just feel like the Mm -hmm. I I feel like the the market should just be pushing for like our game is compatible on Proton. Um,
1: Yeah, hmm. I don't know. I find it funny. I find it funny that way back when um, Witcher Two came out, Mm -hmm. everyone everyone was going nuts over the fact that they used Wine to get it to work on Linux. Oh yeah! Everyone yeah. was blowing up about that. I mean, they were like outraged. Yeah. I and mean, yes, it, w- it was crappy. It didn't work right at first. Now it works fine. I have tested it, but um. Oh, that's it. And now it's like Proton comes out of nowhere, and they're like, "Yes, yes, praise Valve." Yes. <laughs> I'm like, what yeah, about it, like you know, ten years ago? But I, again, <laughs> I see
0: the again, I see the difference though. I see the difference is Proton is a tool that's used to to overcome the companies uh, that. Didn't that the companies that took Linux for granted? You're not okay. praising them. You're praising the tool that you're using to overcome those. Okay, you know what I mean. That's the difference.
1: Yeah, no, I see what you're saying because anyone can use this. It's not like it's not like you have to go to get wine and all this crap. It's all there. You just have to plug it in and and make sure everything translates
0: correct. Cr- translates correctly. I get that. Right. But the but but another thing is too is that happened in a time period where proton didn't exist and mm, yes, that compatibility, like that level of compatibility. And, and I'm talking about it like it's perfect. I know it's not perfect, but it's, <laughs> I've been, I've been strictly a Linux gamer for so long that like what we have today is like nothing compared to what it used to be. And like, I can oh, just yeah. see, maybe I have rose tinted goggles. Right. But like, uh, that Witcher 2 drama happened in a time period where this this level of compatibility didn't exist and i'm wondering if Witcher 2 had come out today and they said hey we just don't have the team to do a full you know a full rebuild our situation it would take so much work but here's what we're going to do we're going to make sure it's as compatible as as humanly possible for proton and that works out great for both of us because Linux desktop gamers will be happy and we can also push to the Steam Deck. I think that today and also and if I remember correctly, they didn't really have that much of a transparency response to it. Um, but I think that if they uh-huh. had shown that transparency and it happened in a time like now where we have Proton, right. it would have been received a whole lot differently than it was Ooh, back yeah. then, you know.
1: Yeah, I feel I feel like let's say let's say what you're for. Okay, let's say what you're yeah. for. They're like, you know, well they're not going to announce they're not going to announce oh we're we're making it compatible with proton or I shouldn't say building it with proton or whatever they're going to say okay we're releasing it for windows it's going to be windows only but you can also use it with proton yeah you know that's just, they're not going to like advertise it as ooh, proton you know blah 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 but you're yeah. they're just going to be like oh by the way you know and and I feel I feel that that is going to be fine that they're not going to have any problem with with saying that
0: now but that's where i hope that the world changes because um, if the steam deck takes off to the level that that I hope it will, not yeah. that I believe it will, but that i 'm hopeful that it will um then there will there will come a time where games will advertise the fact that it 's available for proton right. because they want you to feel like, well, I have this steam deck, and I want to know if I can play this game on it, you know right um, exactly, so there yeah. could come a time where exactly what we 're talking about is is what 's going to happen, and so my so my question is from this article is. Is is that good enough? Like, do we as Linux gamers just decide that we're living in that world now? The target no more is for companies to build games directly for Linux, but that we have such a good tool that we don't even care anymore. You know, right? That is the
1: question. The the biggest problem, the biggest problem with Proton is that it's Steam only and Valve
0: only. So
1: that if if there's a game that's not involved in Steam, then it. I mean, I guess you probably could get it working outside of Steam.
0: Yeah, you can with um with uh Lutris. Lutris has options to use the pro whatever Proton packages okay. you have installed. You can use on Lutris. See, um, I haven't
1: tried that. I haven't tried actually. Yeah, either. I've done the- it. You know, what? I, should, I I should try that with with um Guild Wars too because that's one of the only games that I have that I don't install with Steam. So. Yeah,
0: I should give that a shot. I never even thought of it, but and it's um. In my, I only used it for like World of Warcraft back in the day. Mm-hmm. I, I think I used uh, Proton. Um, but that's
1: yeah, that's the perfect uh, example of a of a game that you, you yeah, it's use not available on of. Steam. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that that gives me a little more hope. I didn't I didn't think about it that way. I should have thought about it. And I mean, with how I Valve just, is, there. I'm
0: so invested. Especially, it's just because of this podcast and everything. I'm so invested now in Valve that like I like hardly ever oh, yeah. use Lutris except for Magic the Gathering Arena. And the rare cases yep. where I'm playing World of Warcraft, that's like the only times I ever need luchers. Right, everything exactly. else I got in Steam. Um, Guild
1: Wars 2, That's literally the only game I don't play on Steam.
0: Yeah, I I feel like it's, I don't know if
1: that's well. It's not because of. It's really not because of Linux for me. It's mm-hmm. I I had Steam only Steam for a long time with Windows before I even used Linux. Um. So it's really it has nothing to do with Linux
0: for me. Uh, I'm guessing that. I'm guessing that my installation of guild wars two back whenever I played it was probably through steam. So even that, yeah, I've played everything through steam. Um, I actually, I actually wish that I didn't use, I actually wish I didn't use steam so much because, um, I use it just cause it's so easy, but it, I think it right. would help us in talking about other, you know, other games more because I feel like people that listen to the podcast may not necessarily only use steam the way that we do. um, so I should start. I should start trying out other installations through Lutris, right? But
1: yeah, yeah, I I agree there. I just my my I just don't. I can't think of a game that I really would need anything other than Steam for. Other than other than Guild Wars two. Like I'm trying to think of a game I want to play that that I don't have on Steam or can't get on Steam. Well, honestly, but you're saying get it get it outside of Steam even if it's on Steam just to try it out.
0: It, yeah, cuz the thing is okay. is and see, that's like the GOG thing. or something. Yeah, I I actually did pick up a game on on GOG, but I haven't tried it yet. But okay. the the uh but that's another thing too is just because I only because I only play games on Linux, I basically only shop on Steam because I know that it has Proton, you know? Right. Like yeah. to me, like it's always a gamble cuz you could you could buy something and it just literally doesn't work, but um but most of the time Proton will work or i can return the game so i'm just not willing to buy it other places but i but i would i would try the only time i do is if it's like not available like like in the case of magic the gathering arena right um so how are you feeling about gpu gpu prices
1: oh man i've heard i've heard so many people talk like, you know, oh, it's coming back, it's coming back, yeah. And then, and then I hear Linus Tech Tips be like, Yeah, oh, no. the prices are never going to go back to the same, they're just <laughs> never gonna, they're gonna, they got too yeah. high on the hog on this one, and they're just never gonna go back to where they huh. were. They're gonna come down, but they're yeah. just not gonna go back to, you know, like $300 for a, for a, uh, yeah. a
0: 3060
1: or whatever, you know.
0: <laughs> I think, I think there's some truth to be said about that, um, yeah. So basically. Uh TechSpot. I've been following the GPU pricing on TechSpot because every month they they release an article where mm-hmm. they, they basically review the you know the top pricing. Um right. and there's also a really good video I watched uh just before we went on the podcast so that I could uh so that I could kind of just talk about it more um appropriately. And it was really good. I can't remember who made it or So I'll just link it in the show notes, but I I can't remember who it was, to give him credit Mm -hmm. right now. But uh, essentially, it seems like the prices are going down specifically on eBay. Okay. My guess is that it's from crypto miners selling Mm -hmm. off their GPUs. Yep. Because... it's becoming agree with s- just so less, it's just so unprofitable right now to, yep. to try to mine. And yep. so the real question is, will this continue to drop just as Linus suggested, or is this, is this just a temporary bubble? Because I don't believe crypto is going to be dropping forever. I think it's just no. because of the recent talks of regulation and everything that's going on around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not giving any, you know, my it's opinions. Funny. On There's plenty of
1: different cryptocurrencies out there that you can still mine with GPUs. You know.
0: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but like, I'm not, I'm not speculating on whether crypto is good or bad. I'm just like, no, no, no. just it right now. The people that were invested in it seem to be. Divesting. Divesting. Right. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Uninvesting. Whatever. We understand. <laughs> and <laughs> and so there's a lot of cheap GPUs right now. Now it seems like the pricing on like retailers like Newegg and Amazon and stuff, uh-huh. they they have not dropped. No. Or or maybe just a little bit, but not by a lot. But, but like, not enough to notice. Yeah, but eBay pricing has like significantly dropped, especially on NVIDIA cards. For yes. Yeah. Hmm which there's the real question do you buy an nvidia card that you know came from or was very likely came from a crypto miner
1: if you get a good deal on it
0: i would have yes. to get a mad deal i would have to get such have, a good deal
1: i'd have to get a pretty good deal and right now like a good deal is like 600 but <laughs> <laughs> that would be but, an uh, amazing deal
0: for some of these cards <laughs> yeah
1: but um you know like if it was uh, yeah if there was a card like let's say if there's a 3060 for or or uh, a 6800 XT for 3 or uh yeah 300 I wish uh, for 600 bucks. Yeah. That seems pricing right now at this point in time even if it was used for for mining because gaming you're not going to you're not going to tax it as much and not only that but but the the cores that it's using for the gpu mining are not the same that it's using more of the cuda cores i believe mm-hmm. don't quote me on that well that's but, why
0: um, yeah i mean that's why the nvidia cards are the ones that you're seeing the crazy price drops on ebay right and it's because that's what the crypto miners were using or at least that's right. from from afar I, I haven't looked into crypto mining since like 2009 oh, yeah. or something right. um <laughs> whatever it was it was a long time ago <laughs> yeah. um But yeah, I I actually this this sparked my interest because I do want to get a new GPU, but I don't want to play the crazy prices that are going on right now. And I don't need like I don't need a thirty ninety, you know what I mean? Like I don't need like the top of the line card. Um, and and I'm actually thinking about switching from NVIDIA to to Radeon because of Mm -hmm. being a hundred percent Linux gamer. I feel like that's just the way to go. Um, and so I was looking at the the sixty seven hundreds. So the 66, 67, and 6,800 seem to be like the best price drop, although they're still expensive. Um, you can get a 6,700 um, for like $700, 600 in some cases on eBay. That's not, that's not too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, that's – and and the 6,700 is a significant upgrade from my 1060. Um, yeah. But the 66 and the 65, while they're a lot yeah. cheaper, are not as big of an upgrade.
1: I would, I would go for the 67 because that's going to be like a 3060 competitor. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a direct upgrade for you from yeah. your 1060.
0: Yeah, as a matter of fact, I think the 66 is actually less RAM. I actually think it might be a downgrade from what I have. Yeah. How much RAM does your have? Eight. Or the sixty five hundred is a four gig card, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mine's six. Mine's a six Here's gig a card. Six. Okay. But the sixty seven hundred is a eight gig card, I think. And so it is an upgrade okay. for me. Yeah. 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 And right now we're still early enough in the bubble that I might could even sell my ten sixty. Ooh,
1: yeah. That's a good. That's a good idea.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sell it, and after I buy this one to make up some recoup some of the.
1: Yeah. Money. Just like just like get like. Put it up there for like a hundred dollars less than the rest of the people, and it'll go immediately. Yeah.
0: But the but the Radeon cards are not as cheap on on eBay. They're they're not seeing the, as big of a price drop. But the huh. retailers seem to be uh, valuing them less. So I don't know. I don't I don't know how long it's going to be before the retailers start lowering their prices. Um, and I think Linus is right in the fact that like whenever you have something like this, like in the housing market or in gas prices or anything, like there is a certain amount of like like okay the there was some artificial inflation of the price but then the retailers saw that they could sell it for that much like mm-hmm. you're like people are willing to pay for it at that price and so right. why would they ever drop like why would right. they ever uh, they're going to charge yeah. what they they're think you'll pay ar- for it
1: they're all kind of around this table looking at each other and just kind of like not saying anything like shaking <laughs> <Yeah. just laughs> their heads at each other <laughs> uh huh uh-huh. right yeah uh huh Exactly. <laughs> like I'm just talking about everyone like Walmart, Newegg, all of them are around this table. <laughs> They're yeah. just like we're not we're, none of us are dropping the prices. <laughs> Although man, I mean,
0: you know, that I think that there's still a supply demand thing because Oh, there still is. I'm not I'm not discounting yeah. that at all. But once yeah. we
1: start to hear yeah. that the that the supply and de, or the supply is coming back yeah. and the prices don't drop, that's when we get worried.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz I think that if if Newegg knew that they, as they know that everybody's been sitting on their hands, buying graphics cards forever because of everything that's been going on in the world. And if they knew that they were sitting on some stockpile of yep. graphics cards and they could, they could cut the competitor by three or $400 and everybody would go to them and buy everyone they have, they would definitely do it, but they can't do that because they don't right. have the supply for it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So that's, that's ultimately when we'll finally see the real price drop.
1: But it. I love. I love this picture that they have on TechSpot, where like most of these graphics cards are like ancient. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, it's it's pretty bad.
0: Let's see. Which one are you looking at? I'm scrolling through now.
1: It's it's the picture. No, I'm talking about the the main picture that they have. Oh, oh, my bad. I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The that whatever you want to call it. Like most of these are like pretty old. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, really.
1: Most of them have DVI ports. Some of them have VGA ports.
0: <laughs> X XFX yeah. right here.
1: Yep, it's just it's just funny. It's just funny looking at all these cards, and it's like, oh, they're dropping. Okay, what are all these doing here?
0: <laughs> well, I I so I don't know what to recommend people to do. Should you? You think you should still be waiting? What's the scenario where you buy a card, uh, new graphics card today? What do you think?
1: Like I said, if you can if you can pick one up, that's like everywhere else. It's going for like a thousand, and you can get it for six hundred. Yeah, maybe even maybe even seven hundred at that point. I would say go for it, even if it's used. If you really want a GPU like right now,
0: yeah. I think if you um, don't have one and you don't mind getting Nvidia, then I would look on eBay. Yeah, right. Exactly. For an Nvidia card, yeah. But if you if you're not comfortable you're not. buying from eBay, which I don't know that I'm comfortable buying from eBay for something that expensive, because yeah,
1: it's, it's, yeah, it's sketchy.
0: Yeah, but there's a lot of people that do, and I and I I have bought used computer hardware before, and it's worked out good for me every time. But uh, you know, just that's a lot of money to spend without like any kind of retail warranty or anything. Um, but if you're comfortable doing that, then and you're comfortable going with Nvidia, now might be the time to start looking. Yeah. Well, I was just
1: gonna say, do not buy the low end card, even if it's like two hundred dollars less, and you're just looking at the money aspect. Unless you just need a graphics card, and if you're trying to game on this thing, don't cheap out because <laughs> I did when before this whole thing happened in 2019. I cheaped out because I wanted to. I forget. I, I wanted another part, and I wanted to save a, a you know a couple hundred bucks to get another part upgrade. If I wouldn't have done that, I would I would have like a twenty sixty right now, and I'd be fine in my desktop. Mm. I wouldn't have had to buy the this powerful of a laptop yeah. or anything like that. But
0: so, you, but yeah. you didn't know, you know what I mean? Like you, no, 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 I didn't know. No but I'm just knowing. saying
1: now, after knowing, I can't yeah. recommend anyone get a low end card right now, like a thirty sixty, a, a sixty seven hundred XT and up. I would say because you might not be getting anything. Who knows how long you'll be able to get something? So, just don't cheap out unless you absolutely have to have one for just general purpose computing
0: yeah i'm going to look at a new graphics card and new cpu but i'm going to take my time doing it because i kind of want to see what the market does if it looks like it's going to stay this way or go up again then i need to go ahead and do it and Mm -hmm. or if it looks like it's going to continue the supply chain problem continues to get better then i'll I'll wait it out for a little bit longer it's so crazy why are GPU purchasers like we're like stock exchange, like we're like day traders <laughs> for graphics cards now? Yeah, you basically. Know? <laughs> the NVIDIA 1060s are, are are dropping while the 350s are <laughs> so crazy.
1: Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Someone should do that. Someone should make a stock a stock website for GPUs. Oh, I'm sure. That'd be amazing. I'm sure. That it probably exists. is. I'm, yeah. I'm sure there is. Yeah. GPU price ticker. Let's see. Let me just tell you something about about my ideas. Anytime I have an idea, it's already been done. Yeah. <laughs> so if I say it on the show, look it up because it's been done.
0: <laughs> I looked it up. Actually, I don't. I thought this would be easy to find. I'm just finding stuff. I, about I'm the, sure
1: there's something. There has to be somebody somewhere.
0: <laughs> I'm just seeing this. stuff about stock prices for Nvidia. <laughs> <laughs> for Nvidia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um. So are we gonna move on to NFTs? Uh yes. Yeah. So this is a wild story. Well, I guess it's not quite as wild. It's it's a tale as old as time. Um <laughs> hackers steal one point seven million. Actually, that that amount is uh varied depending on what article you're reading. Um, and I'll explain why in just a minute. But they uh hackers steal one point seven million dollars worth of NFTs from OpenSea customers. Um I have a few articles here about it uh but the gist of them OpenSea says okay I'm going back and forth on what OpenSea says versus what I've seen other people report um but it seems like it seems like a bunch of OpenSea users got hit with a phishing email of some kind
1: right but that's what I thought of
0: yeah, yeah, I think that's all it was. I think that's I think that's essentially what happened. But the crazy thing is that the phishing email was more sophisticated than just like oh they made a fake website and then you try to log in and they steal uh-huh. your login details. Um, and I'm basing this off of a tweet by someone from OpenSea, and I don't have the exact tweet, but um, they said that OpenSea did not get hacked, their site was not hacked, um, but that a service that's commonly used for NFT transactions was somehow exploited like the API of this service or some part of this service that's widely... I I got the impression that it was widely used beyond just OpenSea, but I don't really know. Um, And this phishing email somehow used that service to steal people's NFTs. And Hmm. these hackers... They, I even saw uh, one video that I watched before coming on um, They even showed the email and went through it. And it was basically like an email saying like, hey, you have until such and such date to migrate your NFTs to this other service. And if you do it during this time period, you don't have to pay any fees for it. Otherwise, after that, you're going to have to pay a fee, uh, yada, yada, yada. Well, then whenever you use their the link in the email, it it's using this API exploit of some kind. That then in turn somehow steals their NFTs. And the reason why they're saying that there's a variation between 1.7 million and some articles say $200 million worth of NFTs, Mm. Um, the reason why there's that big of a variance is because the hackers actually stole NFTs and then sold them right away and they made $1.7 million in Ethereum in the ones that they were able to sell. But the the speculation on the total amount stolen was two hundred million. Wow. Holy crap. Yeah. That's so wild. And and (laughs) so when I first read the article, I didn't realize they had sold them. I thought I thought about like it's not like stealing Bitcoin where Right. You steal Bitcoin and then you use it to purchase things, or you know, I don't know what you. Right, do. you have money. You have, you have money. Money. It's, it's, yeah, you have
1: something that you can sell. It's like someone robs Walmart. You know, you have something that you resell yeah. to a pawn shop or something. Like, how do <laughs> they resell these NFTs? I have no freaking idea. Like, there must be a black market for NFTs. <laughs> 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 There's some
0: black market <laughs> blockchains out there. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, how do Durable. they sell it? If all the sales and transactions have to go through the blockchain then how do they do, how do they do this? I, I mean,
1: have no freaking clue man. Yeah.
0: I guess they just did it in broad daylight and they just did it so quickly that they were able to do it before they got caught that, or
1: something. Yeah, that makes that makes sense I guess. It's so wild I, to me. Don't even don't even try to get me started on how the freaking <laughs> blockchain works cuz I still don't quite I get a general idea of how it works. Once it's written it can't be changed but oh. that's all I get.
0: So I can tell you how I describe it to people, but I don't know how, this is a good description for like non-techie people, but I'm sure there's people listening that are like totally into crypto and blockchain. You are completely wrong about that. Um, (laughs) Disclosure, we're not a crypto podcast. (laughs) Yeah, we're not at all a crypto podcast. Um, And my opinion on, on crypto has like drastically changed over the course of the last year. In the course of the last six months, my opinions changed a lot. Um, uh, so the way I describe it is whenever you go to CVS, you buy a pack of gum, the register at the CVS verifies that transaction. You give the person cash, they print out a receipt and they hand it to you and you leave with your pack of gum. In, in the, in the crypto world, in the blockchain world, it's like, it's, it's like if every time, every piece, every pack of gum that was sold on Every CVS all across the nation shared one cash register. They're all going mm. through this one machine that does all the transaction.
1: That's actually a pretty good description.
0: <laughs> and they all <laughs> verify all the cash registers across the entire nation. All verify together that right. your purchase of the pack of gum, yeah, yeah was was a legitimate purchase. Yeah, and mm. that's that's the way I describe it. And
1: well, that makes sense. I, I, I and that makes more <laughs> sense than what I thought it. What I thought of it at first. But yeah, that, that but what that you makes said total is, sense.
0: what you said is true too, because everybody, all the cash registers are kind of voting for the like, okay, yeah, I think this is a good transaction.
1: Yeah, right. right. It's more in depth than what you said, but that is how it works.
0: Yeah. And so that's what I don't know if you've ever heard of fifty-one percent attack, but that's like back whenever I was into crypto, that was something else that I was like uh looking into. That's if you control fifty one percent of the cash oh, yeah. registers at mm-hmm. CPS, then you control enough to change the votes for right uh, yep. for whether that's a good purchase or not. But right. um, so anyway, this led me down a whole road of looking at NFTs. I, I you know I had been hearing all about the NFT thing, but I really hadn't looked into it. I, I actually kind of defended it a lot, like whenever I would talk to people that would just talk about how like it was total bunk. I would be like, you know, I get like, because I understand du- buying buying something virtually. Like, I don't need something physical, right? To understand that it is a product, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm just on the live stream here. I'm just scrolling through OpenSea a little bit. I hope this is okay. I hope no one's gonna like uh, be upset that I showed their ma- angry ape or something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like, I get that concept, like that you spend money and you're buying this digital thing I, I i'm totally on board with that aspect of it i also even see it as art i don't think that something has to be physical to be art i mean obviously we know about digital art i think that buying digital art through this method could be something really cool but the thing is is like you're not if you were buying something that was somehow encrypted to the blockchain and could only be decrypted and viewed like through some key or something then that would be one thing right. but like you're just buying like a folder with a jpeg in it essentially and that folder right. was delivered to you through this mechanism like exactly the the whole blockchain into nft thing is really a delivery mechanism it's not the product you know no and i just don't i don't know that's the it aspect never of made
1: it. sense to me once 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 I, re- I i heard a couple people talk about it i was just like
0: why Yeah, it's so, it's so wild. I I think where, I think where it would be extremely useful is, um, uh, buying and selling like footage, like, um, but not at these absorbent prices. Like, but like, I know that like in working on video projects, sometimes you're like, Oh, I need some B roll that I didn't shoot. So I'm going to go buy it from like this website or whatever. Right. Those websites I think that the aspect of okay, we we're selling you this uh, video file, and you can uh-huh. use it in whatever project you have. As a matter of fact, anybody can buy this video file. You can even resell it, but in doing so, I get some sort of cut of of that sale or whatever. Right, something ties back to them. Yeah, and then it's there's the money. It's not just like oh, I got this cool thing. Like it's something that you're use like you're using this uh-huh. video file for a certain project or something, like. I, I could see that being a legitimate purpose, but this whole like FOMO, like, oh, you got to invest in the apes while the, but they're going to blow up and you got to hold on to it and resell it and all that stuff. <laughs> That's just um, silly, man. It's just yeah, silly. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. But like, dude, so I looked through some of these board ape yacht club and uh, <laughs> mo- I won't even say some. Most of these, most of these cost more than my house. Yeah. <laughs> and- yeah. And it's just an image. I can mm-hmm. I can click on this and right click on it and say save image as right now. <laughs> the website doesn't. You don't own it. the original. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so crazy, and I don't even get that. I even get that owning the original of something is valuable. I get that. But how but, do you know it's the original? Right. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. If there was some sort of cryptographic something that was in the image that you could like, you know, somehow decipher through a through a a computer program of some sort. Fine. Great. Cause then you can verify that that is your, yeah, is the original.
0: And that would have some value to me. It wouldn't have 253,651 dollars worth of value. No digital thing has that much value. Right. Yeah. No, it would have (laughs) some value to me, but it would be about as much, I would even say maybe even less. Yeah. It would be less value than whenever I purchase a new mount in Elder Scrolls Online, <laughs> five dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll say five yeah, dollars. I'd, I'd buy this eight for four ninety nine, <laughs> four dollars and ninety nine cents. Yeah,
1: and then you can like use it forever, like on on Discord or whatever, and you're like the only one that has it. Fine. <laughs> that would be great.
0: Right. Oh, it's so absurd, man! But the absurdity is what attracts people to it. So even though yep. it's just making fun of it, is like. That's, we're contributing to this whole thing, um, but anyway. So uh, don't yeah, buy NFT. <laughs> and if you do, if you do buy NFTs, don't follow suspicious links and suspicious <laughs> emails, or you might be out one point seven million dollars. Uh, so Master Chief's face. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> want to talk about this
1: one. It's got me salty already.
0: Paramount (laughs) Plus has a new series they just released a uh, teaser trailer for, and um, it's the new Halo series. And this I, i'm excited about yeah i i actually wasn't excited until i watched the trailer which is what a trailer is supposed to do right but i i thought it was like cgi i didn't know it was like actual like it's real yeah you know. like all the other ones were cgi
1: all the all the
0: other movies or whatever yeah, they yeah. Were
1: all CGI. i thought it was yeah. just
0: another one of those no it looks pretty good man like uh-huh. and i'm not into halo the way you are i've only ever played halo the you know the the, the combat one I've never I've right. I've never played any of the storyline of any of the Halo even the first one um right. and so I don't even know the story of of Halo but there was it was revealed that this was in some interview or something it was revealed that they're going to be revealing Master Chief's face oh. in the new <laughs> series
1: <laughs> why Just, can't you like do some Luke Skywalker thing from the Mandalorian and just kind of like blur it out like there's no face he never had a face?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like I feel like they should do something like that cuz to me the reason why it's similar to like the old Doom games and and uh part of the reason why they were in, even like Gordon Freeman like we all know what Gordon Freeman looks like cuz of the box art and stuff but in the game right. they never like you were first person the entire game. Uh-huh. I feel like that's part of the appeal of Master Chief is like it could be it could be any person under the helmet, like don't yeah, like don't make it real, don't reveal it like
1: okay, so so I always come back with this to the Mandalorian, and when when he took off his helmet for the fr- first time, I was so disappointed. I didn't want to look up the actor or anything like that because I didn't want to reveal who he was. And I thought I thought that was gonna because it was like this is the way. Have you removed your helmet? No, I didn't. Blah blah blah. I was like, oh yes, good. Like we're not gonna see his face. It'll be a faceless person. This will be great. Then he took off his helmet, and I was like, no, <laughs> no. Now I know who you are. You're not some mysterious like bounty yeah. hunter. <laughs> yeah. I yeah no, I don't want them to do this. I really, really don't,
0: <laughs> yeah, I kind of don't either, but i th- I think that they're weighing the all right, so here's what you have to weigh is they're obviously judging by the uh the look and feel of the trailer, they're going for this like, oh, we want this to feel real, we want this to feel like it's set in like a real world and right, like, um, you know, we want people that aren't fans of the game to buy into this, you know, that's the thing, right, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. and, and that's because, and trust me, I'm a comic book fan. So I've been dealing with this for I've been dealing with <laughs> this for a long time, right? Um, they already know that they've got your money, Josh. Like they already know that you're Aww. gonna watch this. They're trying to win over everybody. I'm not else. gonna watch it. How <laughs> <laughs> to protest? Are you not gonna watch it? <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> I have no choice.
1: i don't have paramount plus and now i'm gonna get it (laughs) yeah (laughs) i I have it for
0: star trek so i already have it i even i even keep it because i I never cancel it i I basically only have it for star trek which you know is like six months out of the year at tops and then i just never cancel it so i have it year round that's what you're
1: hoping on see what i do is i buy i buy a prepaid card and i just kind of like throw that on there for the time period that i want (laughs) to watch the show and then that's it
0: yeah, but I just they they do like different levels. So like you can buy the you can buy the cheapest level, and uh, you can buy the cheapest level, and then you have you have advertisements, or you can buy the more expensive. No, no. I just I just have the cheapest level, so I can I, I deal I with the advertisements. I can't no more. Even at, even even from the more expensive level. You would still get more from it than buying an NFT
1: for two hundred thousand dollars. I know, right? You get more from cable at two hundred dollars a month.
0: But the, uh, but the, uh, yes, yeah, so they're going to reveal the face. So I think that was, I think that was the trade-off. Is they had to decide, well, can we really make a serious show that? non halo fans are going to buy into if this guy's wearing a helmet for the entire the entire show.
1: Like okay, so I got to know. I got to know. Is everyone like me and like doesn't want to see him or has everyone like really wanted to see his face this whole time and have been like asking for this? I don't like, know, man. I, I, maybe I'm the only one.
0: <laughs> I would actually like to know that if anybody if anybody can uh let us know like in the comments or something. I I don't I don't know because I'm I I am of two minds of it. One I'm curious. And I think as somebody watching the show, that's not a huge fan of the game. I think I would want to see the main characters face, but on the other hand, being tangentially close to the game, because I have always been around this community. I feel like I understand why we'd never see his face. Right. And so I would be okay with that too. But I think, but I don't think I'm a good example of uh I think you need to hear from the people that are mega yeah. fans. And I think you need to right. hear from the people that like are completely disconnected. Um, so yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. know that I'm the person to answer that question, but yeah, I, I know who I it is. Know. I already,
1: I already know who it is. It's, it's the second picture on the article. It's him. Oh, really? <laughs> Can you can you imagine (laughs) though? They just throw it in here.
0: Oh yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah. This this guy. (laughs) That would be hilarious if that's the guy. Yeah, (laughs) this master chief. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, I wonder who it's going to be. Have they done any casting call or anything so that you can see who the actor that's playing him is? No. Usually, they're probably going to keep it hush
1: hush until until the they release it yeah
0: i would hope so yeah at least at least i don't want to know until yeah
1: yeah well that's like i said with mandalorian i just didn't look up anything because i didn't want to see who it was yeah and like judge him off of that you <laughs> know it's not a real not the real person <laughs>
0: yeah. man my wife and i'll have to watch uh we'll have to watch the show together since we met at a halo tournament.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, it'd be like reminiscing, <laughs> yeah, neither one of us <laughs> neither
0: <laughs> neither one of us were in the halo. we just happened to be at that place, that um, Funny, yeah, so I, i'm I'm interested in it. I wasn't interested in it until this article, so hey, there you go, and they were just trying to get people to talk about it. It's what if it turned out to be some kind of like what what if it turned out to be some kind of like uh gotcha like you know, every time I take my helmet off, this bright glowing light appears and I and no one yeah, can see yeah. my face, you know, like,
1: <laughs> oh, that'd be great. I'd love that. That'd be amazing. I don't know how they'd work that in, <laughs> but that'd be amazing. They go the whole show. Oh, like, where they, out of nowhere, like blocks his face. Turns out he's.
0: <laughs> oh, they actually might. They actually could do this. He It turns out he has some like horrible scar or something like he's got. it's oh, be- so he and so he always covers it. Even whenever he's not well, wearing the uniform, still, he he's like walking read... around with just the helmet on. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna happen.
1: <laughs> but like, I read the books and everything, and yeah. I don't, I don't remember. It's been a while, and I don't remember if they describe him at all. Hmm. So like, even even to that aspect, I don't remember. I'll have to reread the book before. Uh,
0: oh, that's before, interesting. Yeah. If in, but, the, um, in the books they didn't realize that this was going to be a thing one day, so like some <laughs> authors like describing his chiseled chin and beard and everything. <laughs> oh man. Um. So NaboraProject I can't wait to show off this website. Deborah, what? So uh, Nabora. I guess that's right. Nabora. Noboru Nabora. No. Nobora. I don't know how Nabora. you say it. Um, Nabora. this is a project by the the one true proton. Um, Glorious egg roll is working on a. I, I guess you would call this a a, a flavor of fedora. Um, mm. that is going to be like it is. Well, let me read. Let me read his his uh, paragraph at the top up here. So, what is Nabora project? The Nabora project, to put it simply, is Fedora Linux with user-friendly fixes added to it. Fedora is a very good workstation OS. However, anything involving any kind of third-party or proprietary packages is usually absent from a fresh install. The documentation for getting these installed is additionally lacking. A typical point and click user, oh, a typical point and click user would have no clue how to get a lot of things working beyond the basic browser and Office documents that come with the OS. Some of the important things that are missing from it, especially with regards to gaming, include wine, wine dependencies, OBS OBS studio, third-party codec packages such as those for g streamer third party drivers such as Nvidia drivers and even small packages small package fixes here and there um so this project aims to be uh a way to basically pre package or you know pre put together um a more user friendly out of the box experience for fedora users, especially uh users like you and I that uh focus yeah. on gaming, OBS, uh Steam Proton. I imagine that it's gonna be uh heavily tailored towards the Proton Glorious Egg roll. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um and he must have been working on this for a really long time because uh, obviously seen. <laughs> obviously he made this website in nineteen ninety eight. <laughs> i stole that joke from somewhere else um but uh yeah so he says this is a simpler this is a temporary placeholder he says at the top of the site um so he's uh he's he's planning on doing something else um but yeah he has a huge list here i guess i should put this back on the screen he has a huge list here of different libraries and dependencies that he would include um including things for G streamer and the wine dependency hell. Uh, Uh I, I, I really want to try this when it comes out because this is right up my alley. This is, this is exactly my description of using fedora is I really liked it a lot, but I felt like it was more work to get to the point where, you know, I just install Linux mint and there's only, there's, there's not to get from a basic install to where I want it to be to run games and things it was way more work on Fedora, even though I like Fedora more, which is, uh, right. So, so I'm really interested in this project. Um, yeah, no, me too. This, this is, uh, interesting.
1: Oh, here it says, uh, the kickstart files and instructions for building the ISO yep. yourself should be decide, should they, should you decide you want to do so can be found below. Interesting. I didn't even know he had anything.
0: Yeah. So he has a kickstart. Yeah. Um, mm. which I haven't used mm. a kickstart file since my old job, but, that basically it'll install Fedora and then these additional steps to get it to this point, which is, which is really cool in itself. Um, but I think the nabor project, I don't know if I would like to get glorious eggroll on all. I would like to get glorious eggroll on, uh, to yeah. talk to him about this project. But, um, I don't know if the end, and I'm sure he says it somewhere in this article, but I don't know if the end result is going to be a Kickstarter or not a Kickstarter as in Kickstarter, but a Kickstarter, file or if it's going to be a full fedora workstation iso let's see currently only one iso exists Man, default fedora anyway yeah i would like to i would like to reach out to him i've always wanted to talk to him anyway just because of the of the proton package that I don't know uses. What the
1: uses uh, he has two iso um links here yeah i don't know what they are they're they're pretty big they're 3.63 uh, gigabytes
0: so, I don't know. So the so the Nabora, Nabora workstation 35 ISO mm-hmm. is Nabara workstation 35 with gnome. So it's basically the default gnome 3 right. uh the default Fedora 35 um but with his additional kickstart applications installed after. Oh, okay. So what happens is um we used to use kickstart files with I forget the name of this. It was like pre Ansible. So like, if you if you had like a cluster of a bunch of servers, um, and before Ansible existed, you would use this application. God, I can't remember the name, but it would basically be like you would give it an ISO, and then a kickstart uh, a kickstart file, and it would use your ISO to install whatever OS it was and mm-hmm. then it would do everything in the kickstart file which which might be like setting the time and then setting the repositories and oh, it it would, it would go I through see. and do all those steps and i see it, and it would do this like in cases where you had like 100 machines you know you, right. you wouldn't want to you're just going to do the same thing on all of them you you would just use this application xcat was the name of it i think um but now most people use uh, some version of uh you know xcat and, and ansible or something Um, or honestly, most places are just virtualized now. Um, so I'm guessing that this is a similar thing where it's going to install Fedora, but then kick off his extra steps to make Mm. it. Interesting. I am completely guessing at that, but yeah, it's pretty interesting project. I think, I, I think I'll try to reach out to him. And see, that's another reason I made yeah. an Instagram was because I could find his personal Instagram where I couldn't find any other <laughs> way to email him or anything. Yeah, I know. He,
1: he's really like, it's he, hard to find.
0: Well, he's got I he, think he he, there, is a, uh, there is a Discord. There's a Discord. But I feel like you like, I don't want to join the Discord and like talk to everybody. Like, I just want to, I just want to send an email to, to, to Gloria. Well, if you, if you join the Discord, can't you
1: um, message him separately?
0: Yeah, I think so. But then it feels creepy. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what's less creepy is if I just talk about it on a podcast and then never send the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah There's yeah, gotta yeah. be more creepy. So I should just send the guy an email already or a, a, a DM <laughs> already. Um, so that was it. That was, we ran through the news that this was like a whole episode of news, which we yeah, haven't done in a long time. Um, I also had in the show notes that I was going to talk about, uh, installing resident evil zero and resident evil remastered. I'm thinking I'm actually just going to make that a separate video. Um, okay, because I'm not I want to do some more testing so mm-hmm. just stay tuned for that I'm going to do a separate video that's all about installing uh, Resident Evil Zero and Resident Evil Remastered anything after those two follows a different a different process actually Proton will just handle anything after that the reason why these two are, are particularly bad is because of the cutscene at the beginning yep. of the game you need to have uh, Windows Media Player 11 oh. installed yeah Okay, get me started on that and i know why this was this has got to be part of the uh the video instructions that i do is because i know why you were having so much trouble that i did Mm. not have on arch because on this recently installed linux mint i had the same problem you did and what the problem was was the version of wine tricks that you get from the repository versus what you get from just directly installing it from their git um And so I think I think that's the problem because I had to uninstall that one and like not just uninstall it, but like completely remove, like, you know, remove everything related to it and then install the version on their git. And then I didn't get the error anymore. And I think it has to do with whenever you try to install the Windows Media Player 11, it also wants to install like some kind of weird service pack. Well, it's a Windows application, so it's probably a service pack that installs it um, or a KB that installs it. And the checksum for the KB didn't match what Wine Tricks thought it should be. Right. And so it kept failing. But then when I installed mm-hmm. the newest version of, of Wine Tricks, it had the correct checksum between those two things. So anyway, it'll be a separate video. Too much to talk about right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think this was a good one. Uh, anything else you want to you- say before we get out, Josh?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I think I'm pretty good other than all my Valheim playing, but that, that that'll be in the next show.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We should do it. We should do it. I don't mind doing it earlier. I know you got school though, but we can try to do it. We can try to do it sooner. We'll work, we'll work it out off the air. Yeah, we can figure (laughs) that out. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we had someone in the chat say "Vun dot rent rent, and it's a random characters first and last name, I believe. I think you're a fake person has his geeky. I don't think you're a real person, but, but thanks for leaving a comment and we'll see you next week. Yep. See ya.